I, for the first time in my life, considered that maybe I could start something of my own. And that journey led me to you know, starting that first business, which eventually inspired everything that I'm doing today. So I think it's important to remember if you're having that season right now and everything, the world as you know it is being rocked by what is 2020, maybe it's leading you in a direction you're supposed to go. Welcome to the Juicy CEO Podcast. Listen, it's time to give you some hard truths. So sit up and pay attention. If you don't know how to stand out online today, you have already lost. In order to create credibility, influence, and real staying power, you have to build a personal brand with some juice. So join me, personal brand strategist, coach, and breast cancer survivor, Monique Bryan, each Wednesday morning as I teach you all the tips and tricks I use to build my six-figure brand while in remission. It's time for you to get to that juicy CEO status by learning from some badass women in business who've been where you are, showing you that juicy CEOs are made, not born. So sit back, relax, and let's get ready to get into the juice. In today's episode, I had the absolute pleasure of speaking to powerhouse entrepreneur, Lindsay Schwartz. Let me tell you about Lindsay, people, because not only is she a top podcast host and best-selling author, she is also an investor in female-founded companies, including beverage brand Light Pink. I am telling you, it is no accident that her brand is called Powerhouse Women, because Lindsay is fiercely committed to supporting other women and investing her time in mentoring women and girls of all ages. She's a sought-after speaker, and she travels around the world inspiring women to get out of their own way and into action. Lindsay's brand was born after seeing numerous women in her life stop short of pursuing their own entrepreneurial dreams because of fear, because of self-doubt. And she was like, we need to be having more honest conversations about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. From there, the Powerhouse Women community, her annual event, and her podcast was born. And she lives by the motto, I just love this, we are not meant to do business or life alone. So listen, people, if your plan A was rocked by 2020, lean in and listen how Lindsay turned her plan B into her plan A and how massive change can be a blessing in disguise for all of us. So sit back, relax, and let's get into the juice. All right. I am so delighted, excited, and all the feels to have Lindsay Swartz here on the Juicy CEO podcast. What? What? Oh, oh, oh. This is when I need like backup dancers and singers yeah. to like bring this all in. But you know, we can they- do that next time. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Next time. Absolutely. No frills this time. <laughs> um, I am so excited to have you here. Um, you are somebody who has, you know, we've had a very short relationship, but I also feel like it's been very like profound and deep in such a short period of time, uh, especially when we live in like completely different countries, completely different cities. Um, but we share a lot of the same values. And that is why I was like, when I start a podcast, who do I need to have on here? I have to have Lindsay come with the thunder. <laughs> and I was available. I'm always available for you. Like whatever. Oh whenever you just let me know and I'm there. I just, I just adore you. I appreciate that so much. You have no idea. Um, 
because Monique's been trying to start a podcast for a very long time. Okay. So I was just like, who can I call last minute that would show up and be able to have a genuine conversation with? And I was like, oh, Lindsay. So this is just so perfect. Now, you are doing a lot of amazing things. But first, the first thing I want to ask you is, okay, because here's the thing about entrepreneurship. You deal with a lot of entrepreneurs. I deal with a lot of entrepreneurs. And what I always say is, in order to be one, you need to be a little cuckoo. Like you need to be a little off Mm. to go on this journey, right? So I would love to know, what had you take the leap? What was that moment in time where you were like, I'm going 100% two feet in? Yeah. I actually love this question for right now. And you may not even know this story because it, it actually reflects the world that we're living in right now. And what happened was I was working in my first big girl job, as I liked to call it corporate America. I was selling carpet. That's not a euphemism for something that was legit. That was like legit my job. I do not know. This wow. Story. Okay. We're getting to know each other on such a deeper okay. level. So I went, my first job out of college was I was hired by a commercial flooring manufacturer and I was a sales rep. So I would go to schools, hospitals, big, big commercial projects and try to get our flooring spec on their project. That's about as glamorous as I can make it sound because it, at the end of the day, I sold carpet, right? And while it was a great job, I actually loved the people I worked with. I loved a lot about it. What I didn't realize is I was entering an industry at a time when we were about to be faced with the worst recession of the decade. And here I was in one of the industries that would be the hardest hit. And so I slowly watched everyone my age get laid off. I worried every day if I would still have a job. And then I started to ask myself a better question. And that question was, well, what would I love to do? Like Mm -hmm. truly, like what would I love to do if I could do anything? Because I think it was along this, uh, around this time that I started to think about, okay, if I had to get another job, where could I get hired? And it was just such an uninspiring question to myself. Like I just really had no interest in going and doing something else that I was like, Okay, it pays the bills, right? And I think that's kind of like the seed of entrepreneurship is when we know, like, oh, I could have a say. Like, I could really have a say in how my life and my career unfolds. And because it was this perfect storm, realizing that the corporate life that I was always told while growing up in the Midwest was like the epitome of success, that maybe in this economy, it wasn't actually as stable as I was told it was. I started to think like, gosh, maybe I need a plan B just in case, just in case I ever need it to become a plan A. And that was what led me to start my first business. It was in network marketing and eventually went full time with that, turned in my carpet samples. And (laughs) oh, yes, I did. And the minivan that came along with it. Oh, Oh, I have stories for you. (laughs) So this is called the glamorous CEO, right? Yes. So Uh uh minivan and, and carpet. In and so that, I mean, that was it. And I'm grateful for it because had it never been for a time of tremendous uncertainty, I truly don't know if I ever would have taken the leap and started something of my own. Now, I never got fired. I, I was really, really fortunate to be with a company that was big enough to kind of weather this financial storm. But it 
it changed my perspective on working. It truly did. And I, for the first time in my life, considered that maybe I could start something of my own. And that journey led me to, you know, starting that first business, which eventually inspired everything that I'm doing today. So I think it's important to remember, you know, if you're having that season right now and everything, the world as you know it is being rocked by what is 2020, that maybe it's leading you in a direction you're supposed to go. Oh my gosh. No, I did not know that story. And yes, it is so perfect, especially where we are in the world right now. It, it Because it could be, it's very easy to, you know, get into a woe is me. If you're not an entrepreneur, some, and when you are a newer entrepreneur, you get into that woe is me. Why is this happening to me? I started to launch my business in the middle of a pandemic and all of these things. I'm sure you've had people come to you with that exact same feeling. But leaving with that message around like this could be the the best thing that could have happened to you, like pushing you into your next thing is what's happening right now. Um, so I love that. So take me then fast forward me to what you are doing right now, because I you did the network marketing and what you do today is what has me put you in juicy CEO status. Thank so you. let everybody know, let everybody know <laughs> what it is that. Lindsay is into. Yeah. Uh, so I did love network marketing. It taught me so much, but what it really did was inspired this vision that I didn't even know was burning inside of me. And I ended up having conversations with women all the time saying, you know, who would share with me their big ideas, or they, they would love to start a business someday. And after each one would share this vision that totally inspired me, the next thing out of their mouth without skipping a beat was the reason why they were scared or they didn't know enough or they didn't feel ready. And every time I was like, hold on, like, did no one tell you that's actually exactly how we all feel? Like, did you not know that? Did you think we're over here? (laughs) Right. Did you think we had something figured out? Did we fool you into thinking that? And I realized, gosh, we need more honest conversations about what it really looks like to dive in to this crazy world of entrepreneurship so that women who are sitting there ready to take that first step don't think that they aren't ready to get started because it looks like we have something together that we definitely do not. And it inspired um, what people see now as the Powerhouse Women event, community, podcast, mastermind. I'm like, let's see, what else do we have? What else is going on? Right. Oh, all of so many plans, so many plans. But it it really started with that simple idea of realizing that as as women, especially, I think we need to know that when we feel that fear, that doubt, that insecurity, it's not a sign that we aren't going in the right direction. It's usually a sign pointing you in the exact direction you are meant to go. And you need to know that you're not alone. Yes. Oh my gosh, this is so fitting because literally I was having a conversation with another fellow entrepreneur in the last couple of weeks. And, you know, we kind of like sat there and we just didn't like put any, like, we didn't put no, no masks on that day. Like we were like, I'm freaking drowning. I am like exhausted. How are you doing? She's like, Oh my God, I'm so happy you said that. I'm feeling the exact same way. I don't know what I'm doing. I need to pivot. I need to create a new offer and I'm exhausted too. And I was just like, oh, thank God, let's all just talk about it. Um, so I love that you just said, like, we are all 
struggling, no matter what level we're at, we're dealing with our own set of, can we do this? I don't know. Am I good enough? Will anybody buy like all of those things? So I would love it if you could share actually, like, what are some of those feelings and conversations you have been having with yourself or that, you know, are ones that come up often when you do something new, what are some of those conversations and what do you do to get past them? Yep. Anytime I go to do something new, I feel like a total imposter. So if you do too, uh, welcome to the club. And if you don't, why are you not dreaming bigger? That's really my question. Ooh, you called and it out on that one. <laughs> it is 4.15 on a Friday in my time zone. I am feisty. No, but it, that that was the misconception. I thought that, you know, that feeling of, gosh, I'm an imposter. Will anyone really listen to me? Do I have what it takes was the sign that I, I wasn't ready yet. When really, that's just the sign that we are dreaming big enough. And I teach on this all the time, mainly so that I can keep myself present to the truth that when we feel that sense of imposter syndrome, all it's doing is it's pointing us to a gap, a gap between who we are today and the woman that we're going to become or man, I guess if there's dudes listening to this, yes, if the dudes want to like juicy CEOs, then the man you're going to become and that gap is natural. Anytime you're stepping into a new season of growth. So why would you feel ready? Because you're not that person yet, but you're going to Mm. become that person in the process. So it's easier said than done. It doesn't feel comfortable to take those first steps when you're like, I don't know if I'm enough. I don't know if I have what it takes. And this year really, really brought that feeling up more often than I would have liked. I was leading my very first mastermind group. So a high level business mentorship. And we had just mapped out everyone's plan for the year. And I remember even saying to my husband, I would get off these strategy calls and I was like, babe, I'm like good at this. I am good at making these plans. And then it's like, God was like, ha ha, that's funny. And a (laughs) pandemic hit. And I had women who have salons, right? So physical businesses that they had to shut down for weeks. I have women who were starting new businesses and who had all these, you know, situations, families that now were faced with having to homeschool kids. And they were all looking to me like it was as though you hear that record screeching and they all just turn and look like, okay, Lindsay, what do we do next? And I was like, I have no effing clue, but here we are. Right. And here I, all I knew was all right, well, I'm in this position, so I must have at least a little bit of a qualification to know what to do next. And I literally just showed up every day. And I remember I would pray. I would be like, just give me a little something. Just give me a little something, a little belief for myself that I could pass on to them. And and every day I felt like, am I enough? I don't know if I'm enough. But I think I've learned over time not to waste too much time getting really like invested in, gosh, am I enough? Let me sit and figure this out. No, I just keep moving forward because I know better than to think I should feel ready to do the big, big, big things that I'm currently pursuing. So if you can like have that relationship with imposter syndrome or fear or whatever it is, I think, you know, to remember that the fear sometimes is a good thing. It's just pointing to our own growth. 
and to realize that you don't need to see the whole path. You just need to see like one tiny little step to take next and take that trusting that like, then the next step gets revealed. Um, it's, it's not fun for someone who loves a plan like I do, but if anything, this year has really taught me that I am more resilient than I give myself credit for. And I can totally figure it out. Oh my God. I love that. And I think like, it's so perfect because we are all more resilient than we know ourselves to be until we put ourselves in that like hot water, right? Like, so it's so important to, like you said, it's like, take that little action, take it, take it scared, take it messy. It doesn't need to be perfect, but take it because how else are you supposed to know what to do next? Had you not taken the action, right? Right. So I love, that's what I love about you. It's like, you're very action oriented. I'm very action oriented and I'm all about action oriented humans, right? Like sitting around and pondering about, will it work? Will it won't work? It's not going to get, it's not going to pay the bills at the end of the month. Okay. Mm-hmm. It ain't going to pay it. And one of the things that really, and I love that, like, this is, I feel like we're similar in this sense. Like when I'm feeling like, I don't know if I know what's going on here. When I need to step into like Monique's like true power plays, I put on my power outfit or my power accessories or my power lipstick, all that stuff. And I know this is something you talk about because you are a fashionista like myself and you are all about like stepping into your higher self through the what we wear. So talk to me about that. Because yeah. listen, this is what all you guys need to be listening to. You can't be walking around in just your Lululemons and some tore up t-shirt every day and then acting like, why don't I have any motivation to do anything? Do you look like somebody who wants to do something? I'm just saying. <laughs> We're just saying. We digress. Uh, so it's, I'm glad this is recorded. So I have proof that someone referred to me as a fashionista because <laughs> had you met me six or seven years ago, that was not a term that was used. Not to say, and this isn't me just being like down on myself. I really had it like I was just kind of meant to fit in. And that was part of like deeper fears. And it was part of, you know, this deeper program that I just was like afraid to be too much or or get too much attention. But the more I've worked on myself, the more I've realized the power that we have to create and tap into this higher self that we all have access to. And a really fast way to tap into her is through what we wear, how we present ourselves to the world. And it actually has nothing to do with the clothes. You could have the most fierce high vibe energy in your Lululemons if you really are creating like who this woman, this version of yourself is that's wearing them. But I was definitely the girl who was wearing her workout clothes all the time more out of comfort and a desire to, again, fit in, not stand out too much, rather than bringing that essence that I could feel, like I could literally just feel that I was meant for more. There was something for me. And then there felt like there was this big gap that I didn't know how to close. And as I started, so the first like really bold thing I did was I wrote my book, Powerhouse Woman. That was like what what started this all. And I remember distinctly getting through the writing process and realizing I had changed so much on the inside that the outside didn't match. I mean, quite literally just felt like I was, I was, I would walk into my closet and, and it wasn't like a, Oh, I have nothing to wear. Like, I don't really like these clothes. I would walk into the closet and it felt like whose clothes are these? And 
along the way, I, a, a girlfriend of mine actually like has, had been formalizing this program where, you know, she, she literally taught you how to tap into your higher self through fashion, through even like your styling, your makeup, your hair. And it was through her program that I really decided that the story I had made up about myself and maybe didn't even realize I was keeping in play by the way I showed up every day, this story of, I, I used to legit use the words that I was the vanilla sister, like kind of the, oh, I'm just very classic. My style's very classic, but like I have a younger sister who's like my style muse. She's so fashionable, just so effortlessly cool. She's a lot like you where I'm, she just like shows up. Had a sister. Oh, she is. You will be a, even more obsessed with her. She's amazing. And, but I had it like, oh, she's like this and I'm different. So I must be the vanilla sister, right? Like, what? like Debbie Downer. But then it was literally in this, like this transformation process of doing the inner work and doing these big, uncomfortable things that I realized, okay, I can reinvent myself anytime I choose. And this whole vanilla label is like old and way outdated. And it's been a really powerful process just to play and allow myself to play with fashion a little bit more. I always say like, when there's something that resonates with you, like if you look at Monique and you're like, man, those cool glasses, like that's just like her signature. And it's not like you have to go out and get the exact glasses that Monique wears, because maybe that's not like the compliment to your style, but you know, get a bold accessory, wear it around and see how it feels. I mean, one of my favorite exercises to like challenge myself to do is pull that thing out of your closet that you save for like special occasions oh my and, God, go, yes. and go wear it to the grocery store and just like <laughs> see how that feels for me. And this is an exercise she had me do. I have like this pair of Louboutins that I got for my 30th birthday. And you know, they're like pristine in this box because they never get worn. And she's like, I want you to wear those to the grocery store. And I was like, oh, what? No, I could never. And then I wore them to the damn grocery store and kind of uncomfortable, like, you know, more comfortable wearing running shoes. But I walked into that store like I people are probably wondering like who is this woman? Did she just come from a snazzy business meeting? But you know, it's it's fun to try on different things whether it's a bold lip, a bold accessory and literally just ask yourself like who is the who's the version of me that wears this? What's she like? And know that that energy is accessible to you anytime and a a really, really quick way to step into it is by just change up something that you do every day. Your style is a really quick access point because it's literally the mirror of how other people perceive you. And it yeah. starts by you cultivating the, the confidence from within, but it's fun to try on a different version of yourself that she's there. She just has been like suppressed under all that Lululemon for all that time. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I am picturing you in your Louboutin going to the grocery store because I'm like that person who, if I saw that, I would be like, she is such a freaking badass. I need to know her because right? not everybody would do that. No, a hundred percent. I love that. And I get so much energy and juice from the things that I put on the things that I wear. Um, and that's why I do it because like, I feel like energy is contagious, right? Like when you are feeling good, you, it just, like you said, even if you're wearing your Lulu's, if you are bringing that high vibe energy, it is like radiating everywhere and people pick up on that. And you can, I always say like, I'm a person of like, I either feel you or I don't feel you. You're either for me or you're not. Right. And I just like instantly 
when you and I had our very first like FaceTime call, I was like, I really like this human. And you were like, we're going to be friends. I don't know what's going to happen because, you know, for those who don't know the story, we will just tell them how Lindsay and I came to be. Now, um, Lindsay had heard me speak at Lori Harder's Bliss Project, and I she was actually sitting in the row in front of my besties who were watching me speak, and she was sitting with her crew, and I was sitting with my crew, and it was like, I remember you turning around, smiling, and giving me like a good job, right? And I was like, I remember coming off stage and being so nervous and so grateful. And then fast forward, you know, somebody says to me, oh my gosh, do you know about this powerhouse thing? It's in Arizona. And I was like, no, I don't know about this. You need to talk to Lindsay. You should, she's probably looking for speakers. I was like, what do you mean? She's having this big giant thing. I don't even know where's Arizona. And I spoke with Lindsay and she said, you know, we had such a great rapport, but she was very straight. And she was like, you know, the people we bring on stage are people who are already part of our community because they know who they're speaking to. And I was like, man, I hate that, but I got mad respect for it. Right. Cause I was like, yeah, but then I'm gonna have to come all the way to Arizona in order to speak. But what I was like, right. But, 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 but. And I was like, you know what? I respect that. I respect that because mm-hmm. it makes sense. It was like, at the end of the day, guys, every person who is putting on an event has a brand to maintain. They have a promise to their audience that you're going to come and be on brand for their people. Right. So, um, you know, I was, wasn't going to go. And then something just said to me, Monique, you may need to go meet some new people, go to a place you've never been. And I'm a craver of experiences. And I went and I bought my ticket and I went to one of the hottest cities in the universe called Phoenix, Arizona. At the surface, right next to the surface of the sun. Thank That's you. where you find it on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I almost melted and died. But the experience, it was so like ingrained in my brain. And this is what I want to talk about next. Like, I really want to talk about brand and living and breathing and being that juicy brand because that who that's who powerhouse and Lindsay is for me I don't have that they're separate and I know we just like you just did the powerhouse experience virtual version because we couldn't meet in person and that was amazing I don't which by the way you did speak for let's just like close that loop right thank you it was manifested it was manifest and it was so great because your audience, your people are so loving and kind and generous with and their- obsessed with you. We're all obsessed with you. Well, I try, you know, I like to be obsessed about, um, but it was so amazing to see, like to be able to witness it live, then witness it virtually. And I will never forget when I saw you at powerhouse in this white blazer cape thing. And these silver shorts that were like, were they sequins? They were like a disco ball. Oh my God. And a bustier for a booty. And a bustier. And I was like, this is a badass bitch. Like, oh my (laughs) God. This is how you host an event in something where people are like, she is the host. There was no blending in there. I was so like, I just was like my breath taken. I love that. I love when like you're going to put on an event and you're like, I'm coming with the thunder. We're not just putting on an event, right? So that was like the one, one of the many things that stood out to me. But I would love to know, like, because you have 
powerhouse. I know you have some new, new things and we can talk about like the new stuff you have coming out, but you've got powerhouse, the event, you've got powerhouse, the community. And during, you know, because we couldn't meet in person, you had to switch it to do a virtual thing, but everything still stayed on brand. So can you like talk Mm. to the people about how do you do this? How do you, at every touch point, people know they're getting Lindsay and the powerhouse brand. They know the experience they're going to get. Yeah. That is honestly the biggest compliment I could ever receive, especially from someone like you who gets it and you get the intentionality that it takes mm-hmm. to pull that off. And it's not always the the cheapest route. In fact, it's usually not. It's uh, not, it doesn't always make sense to anyone but me. And all I can say is for me, it's, like a full body yes or no, if something mm-hmm. aligns. Yes. And I don't know that everyone has like that same um, relationship with their intuition. It's not good or bad. I just have learned to really trust mine. And I get a really, really clear vision of what I want an experience to feel like, whether it's a Zoom call, whether it's an in-person event. Um, we just hosted our mastermind retreat. And every every mm-hmm. single part of an experience is thought about from the moment someone parks their car and walks, you know, into like their, the first visual element of walking into an event, um, from the food, from, you know, the music that's played. And I think it has taught me so much about brands that really weave their intention for that the impact they want to make through every single thing that they do. It takes way more than any of us could ever imagine, but when it's done well, you don't even notice it. You don't even really pick it apart unless you sat down with me and said, yeah, we play this song at this time and here's why. Mm -hmm. And we have, you know, lunch set up this way and here's why, or, you know, in, in every other part of my business. So when we pivoted to doing a virtual event, I had a pretty big, a vision to uphold from the visual aesthetics to the truly experience. And that's why we didn't call it a virtual event. I called it a virtual experience. So we've really come to be known for, you know, just the set design and, you know, having like this multimedia feel. And I wasn't going to be able to do that on a Zoom call. No offense to people who did events on Zoom because that's actually such a great tool. I just knew that like that wasn't going to be it and we couldn't do it in that way. So I think, um, I don't actually know if I'm answering your original question because you just like brought me into this world of really what goes on behind the scenes. And it, it all started for me. And I think a lot of us actually create businesses based out of our own need. And because if you don't, like you said, like that hell, that, that full body, yes or no, like guys, if you are not tapped into your intuition, like she said, not good or bad, but it's, it's really a matter of like, if, when you are, it will make your life so much easier, so much more in alignment, the vibes will be there. You don't even have to articulate what, what's happening. You're just like, no, we're doing this thing in my body. I'm saying we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And as the visionary of it, you need to be able to do stuff like that, right? And like you were saying, from the you think of these little details, like from the minute you park the car, because when I was thinking about your event, I was like, 
the staff was like, fr- like I had videotape of the whole thing. Cause I was like, I'm following this from the beginning to the end. So from everything, from the staff, from their personality, from the welcome to walking in the first thing you see the, you know, the installation with all of the, like, what was it? All the stuff that was hanging from the ceiling and then the power. The tinsel. Yeah. The we tinsel. had tinsel. The tinsel. Mm-hmm. All of it. I was like, Yes, that is a photo op moment. Yes. Okay, here's the marketplace. Yep, here I can go and get some champagne. Mm. Oh, and then you walk and you see all of the chairs set up and the swag and the stage. I'm like, everything was thought of. I even like, actually, we can back up to the, the what is it? PJs and Prosecco party that you had the night before, which sets the tone and the vibe for like this intimate. It's like there were 500 women, but there, it still felt intimate. Like you still got to speak to people. I spoke to, I literally knew no one. And I came back with so many connections and friends, right? Like that means you've created something where people felt they could come out and speak to strangers. Like there's nothing like that. And then you go and do the virtual event. And I was like, did this girl like go and create a stage that looks like there's a talk show happening. And <laughs> like, it was just so, it was so perfect. It was so That's what I said. It was like, if a live event and a talk show had a baby, that's what yeah. we were out to do. Yeah. Oh my God. It was so amazing. So I think you've set the bar really high, which I love. And, well, and well, can I say something about that, that you, you actually just brought back. And I think everyone can find themselves in this. So when we hosted our very first event, this was not actually a business. It was just this little idea that I had, and I did not have a big budget. So I want you to think about this without realizing it. This is really what I did well and and didn't even know I was doing it at the time. But I knew that I had to create something that would get everyone in the room talking about it. So Mm -hmm. I invested in the places where I knew it would create that outcome I invested in creating an experience that people would want to come back to and would want to invite others to next year. And to this day, I've never spent a penny on ads. I think we did maybe a couple for the virtual event at the very final hour. But one of the reasons we've had the growth that we have is I obsess over the details that are naturally going to make someone want to share it. And again, this is whether it's our event or even we just launched a new course and we sent everyone the cutest little gift. It probably cost me $20 a person, which you could think like 20 times like a hundred people. That's kind of a big investment, but you better believe every single person who's receiving this cute little thing in the mail is posting it to their Instagram story. And then people are saying, well, wait, what's powerhouse women? What's six figure school? What are, what are you doing? So there's so many creative ways that we can use every little touch point with our community, number one, to give them an amazing experience, which I know we all want to do. But the other hidden benefit of that is it gets people sharing and you get that word of mouth marketing that you, you cannot put a price on. And that's something we've really done really well from the start. I, I friggin' fracking agree because even like looking at all of the VIP swag that was happening before your experience, like it was just all over the gram, all over the gram, all over the gram. And I love it. You're just like create something people want to share and they want to talk about. So talk to us about like this, the, tell us, talk us about the six figure school. Like what is the thing now that I was like, because I was like, wait, she launched this whole, whole brand new, like a whole new program. <laughs> I'm just full of surprises. You never you know are. what's going to come. This girl don't sleep. She don't sleep. I was 
pictures of the, the mastermind retreat. I was like, that must have already been planned and in the works that I was just like, this looked epic. So it's like, please tell people about how they can work with you, connect with you, be with you. Cause you've got like all of these different places where we can be part of your community. Mm, you are so generous just even to give me the chance to share, but it this year, and one of the blessings of COVID of just having additional time, you know, I was supposed to speak at all these events and then I just wasn't, I had a, a month to really reimagine what our impact was going to be this year. And one of the things I've gotten really clear about is, you know, our motto in powerhouse women is we're not meant to do business or life alone. And I don't do any of this alone. I don't, I don't build my own stage. I don't do any of the stuff that I'm not good at, but a lot of entrepreneurs, especially newer ones feel very lonely. And we've, we've already had a mastermind. And that's one of the places that I get to mentor women who are really at that place that they're ready to scale their business. But we've had a gap in our offering for a long time for that newer entrepreneur who's really looking for the tracks to run on the step-by-step plan from zero to six figures. And ironically, you'll get a kick out of this. I had actually applied to be an affiliate for someone else's program thinking that that that's how I could serve and still offer something for my community. Um, And you know, the power of powerhouse women, the moment I say, Hey, do this program, people are going to do it. And um, I never heard back. And I had that moment like Julia Roberts in the fancy store where she walks in and she goes, big mistake, huge. (laughs) Because I think there was something in me that knew deep down that I I was willing to promote this other program. and And it is a great program. It's really well known. Um, and yet I always had this, but okay, this is great, but you're also going to need to work on your mindset. This is great, but you're also going to need like the support of a community, like not just a little Facebook group. That's kind of an afterthought, but like actual community woven into it. And I looked for that program and it didn't exist. So when we can't find the thing that we know people need and that we know people are asking for, it's like that okay, I guess, I guess this is something that we're meant to create. And so we did, we launched our signature program. So it's a mentorship that that's 12 weeks long, but it really never ends because once you're in, you're in for the life of the program, but it's, it's our place for women to, to invest some time and energy into their big ideas, whether that idea is, is a business already, or whether it's just that feeling that, you know, you're meant for more. And we give them the exact process. It's like the formula I followed. There are other formulas. Other people can definitely tell you how to grow your business to six figures. This is just the way that I know how. And I'm one of my gifts is being able to break something down into manageable, like bite-sized steps so that you don't get overwhelmed you don't get in your own way. And then we paired that with mindset because it's great if I can teach you the strategy, but if you wake up every day feeling like an imposter and not being, not having tools to work through that, you're never going to go and apply what you just learned. So we combined that strategy, the mindset, the community all in one place. And we just kicked off like our very first round of it. And I'm obsessed with every single woman in this program. Um, You can't join anymore. It's already closed, but um, we have a ton of free resources. We have a podcast. We do connection calls periodically. So there's plenty of places to plug in. But my recommendation to people is always, and I'm sure you have built your business like this too you are are really not meant to do it alone. And when you're at that point that you know you're seriously ready to go all in, the fastest way to grow yourself, 
to really step into the person you, you know, you're meant to be and the business, you know, you're meant to have is go and find someone that has done what you want to do, hire them and do what they say. And I know it feels scary to make that first investment, but that's my secret. I just keep investing a little bit outside of what's comfortable, right? I kind of, I grow my business and then I'm like, Ooh, okay. I think I'm supposed to do this next. And that feels really freaking uncomfortable, but it has never let me down when I invest not based on who I am today. I invest based on the version of myself. I want to be a year from now. And that uncomfortable part between who I am now and who I get to grow into is what forces my own transformation. So we have plenty of places you can do that, but honestly, just, just join the girl gang. I mean, Monique's in it, you know, it's like, it's not an actual gang, but we do have matching jackets. So just to be clear, I still need my, I know. Let's not play around. Um, I freaking love that. Yes. So guys, if you want to connect and like be part of this high vibe group of women who are feeling the fear and doing it anyways, it's like Lindsay is everywhere you can be found. You can find it at Powerhouse. We're gonna put all of like the links on how to connect with you in the show notes, but it's like on Instagram, join the community, get on the email list so you don't miss out. And I've met so I've gotten business from the group, not like that's a place to go and solicit, but people reach out when they find people who they really connect with. Right. You know, so I've been so great. Like it's been so great to be a part of it. Um, and it's, there are a lot of groups out there, but when you find one that really like, it's almost like you get me, you know, like that vibe yeah. where you're like, they get me, you know, there's nothing else like it. So I think that's the best advice you could give is like, go and find your community, find your group, but then go and find that coach program, whatever it is that is at for your future self, like someone who's done it. And what did she say? guys? She said, and do what they say. Don't buy programs, get coaches and sit there and not do the work. That is one of my biggest perfect. It's like, <laughs> why did you bring me here? If you ain't going to do the work though. Right. It's like, like, what, 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 what? don't waste your time or mine. Dang. Oh yes. Right. So I just freaking love that. Okay. So Lindsay, I have one more question for you and it's around the juice. So here's the thing. I, everyone's always like, Monique, you say juicy all the time. What is it about this juice? Juicy is like, for me, it's like, it gives me, when I think of something I want to do, somebody I want to partner with a new adventure, I want to go on. I'm like, I have to feel it in my body, right? Like that is the juice. So I would love if you could share, like, when was the last time over maybe even like the last week where you had like a visceral, like, oh, this is so juicy, um, reaction inside of your business. Well, that's so easy. We really set this up perfectly because I did (laughs) just come out of this week retreat with my mastermind group. And there was this moment at the end where we went around and acknowledged someone. We picked one person. And we said, the greatness I see in you is. And I watched these women who are such powerhouses. You would never think that they need that validation, that they need to hear the greatness that someone else sees in them. But I watched each of them get emotional being acknowledged for the the way that they're seen in the world. And it was just this moment where I got to step back and realize that I because I went first, because I was scared and I kept leaning in and leading this group, even through a pandemic, 
I got to experience that moment. I got to watch other people's transformations and in that see my own. And it was like a moment of a moment I wish for everyone where you sit back and you're like, I cannot believe I get to do this for a living. It was the most beautiful, juicy moment. I still feel it in my body, like when I think back to it. And I hope I never get over that moment. Oh my God, my heart. I was like, I know these types of moments. So guys, with your listening, I want you to really just get like our whole, the whole point of being in this entrepreneurship game is so you get like these juicy, delicious moments in time where you're like, oh my God, I don't, I can't believe I'm the one. I can't believe I get to do this. Even in all of like, you know, the mess and madness that is entrepreneurship, it's like the juicy moments makes it all worth it. So Lindsay, I want to acknowledge you because you have led the way and are a beacon for so many women who want to be doing it, but are scared. You like, I feel like you're one of those people who just like, like you meet these women who are scared and worried and getting in their own way. And you kind of like come and scoop them up in the most beautiful way. And you're like, come hang with us, come hang with us. We're going to get you out of your own way. I know you're not there yet come hang with us. And that takes a leader that takes an influencer that takes somebody who gives a damn about society and where we're going, you know? So I really want to acknowledge you for who you are in the world, who you are for me, who you are for all of the women who have had the amazing opportunity to either participate in your events or just like get to know you. Because for me, you are a juicy CEO. Ah. I just adore you. Thank you so much. And thank God you have a podcast. Ah! We've been waiting. (laughs) I love you, girl. I love you too. Thank you, Lindsay, for being here. This episode was super juicy. Am I right? Lindsay's story is such a great reminder that juicy CEOs are made, not born. It takes big vision, resilience, and a belief in something bigger than yourself to make things happen. I am so lucky to have other badass business women like Lindsay in my circle who can advise me, connect me, and inspire me. Because as Lindsay said, we were not meant to do business or life alone. So please go follow at powerhouse underscore women over on Instagram and show Lindsay some love by leaving a five-star review right here on iTunes because I want to keep bringing you this juice. Guys, leave your review and give us those five stars. Okay, listen. Till next time, my lovelies, keep building that brand over business and raising your juicy CEO status. Bye. Yay. And scene. And scene. <laughs>